0: Welcome everyone to the Nethercast Podcast. If you're new to the channel or listening for the very first time, in addition to Mortal Kombat YouTube videos, we also do a long-form podcast talking more in-depth on Mortal Kombat. This is currently our ninth year doing this. I say we because in addition to me, Cyborg, you also get Temp, who is our gameplay expert, Razor, who practically wrote the Bible on Mortal Kombat's lore, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone more knowledgeable on MK's lore than him, as well as Shad, who joins Razor in his love for the lore and adds some extra entertainment to boot. On today's episode, we're answering questions from our listeners here on YouTube, in our Discord, which you can find in the description. We'd love to have you join our awesome community going five years strong with daily conversations of all things Mortal Kombat, as well as from Twitter. So without further ado... Um, Yalasama sent in several questions and tackling just the first one for now. What would you need to see to get excited enough about MK-12's story that you can look past any time travel, titan, retcon, and chapter system or any other decision that would otherwise ruin it for you? Tournament arc. All right. That's
1: my answer. (laughs) I would like to see a really cool tournament-based story. I think that'd be really sick. And of course, like a really good roster would be necessary for that.
0: Yeah, it seems like they're talking specifically about the story. Like, what would get you excited about the story, despite all the things that they've done to upset you with the previous games? How could they bring it back Ass- for you?
2: Assuming Let's that with- this trend of upsetting continues in MK12, I think, is the way it's phrased.
0: Oh, yeah, look past all that stuff, but yeah. what What would make you happy so temp's got
1: tournament arc because they've never done the tournament arc like properly yet even in the 95 movies that it's not really a tournament like not actually not like the best of the best style right so like i would like to see like a formal turn you can maybe argue battle of the realms but even then i i would say that's still problematic
3: I th- i think if you actually like Go fight by fight in Battle of the Realms and write everything down. You might find something resembling a bracket, or at least that everybody who was eliminated was eliminated on screen, as opposed to a nine where Sonya's eliminated off screen. <laughs> like she's in the tournament until Shang says Liu Kang
1: is the only guy left in the tournament. She won it's, her yeah. fights. What happened? <laughs> Smoke was also eliminated off-screen in MK2, and that was, like, right after he joined Raiden, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in MK9. In, in, in MK2, in MK9. I'm actually
3: not sure Smoke was ever in the tournament in MK9. No, I don't
1: think he was. He well, Raiden said that Cage and Smoke had already been eliminated. That's what I Did think he? the is.
0: Yeah, that's Well, fair. now I'm second-guessing myself, but I will double-check that. This all reminds me of the Dorkly video where they point out in Mortal Kombat One how this isn't how a tournament was organized, <laughs> and the, like Johnny Cage is complaining. He's yeah. like a tournament I'm not supposed to face like everybody else. <laughs> like that's not how a tournament works. Yeah, like the, literally <laughs> nine
3: starts with Johnny having two fights in a row. That's the first two matches in a bracket cannot contain the same team <laughs> or person.
0: Yeah, it was kind of funny.
3: Uh, what would I need to get excited? Okay, so there's one really cheap trigger they could pull that would make me, uh, happy regardless of how trash. Like, you could make the worst story in the world but if kung lao and serena have a, or if Kui liang and serena have oh a God. romance kung
0: lao and serena. yeah that ignore that first that's <laughs> Ew. Right. If, Gross. If they stop listening as soon as you said kung lao and serena and they're taking like oh we know how to make them happy they didn't they didn't keep listening <laughs> for your yeah, correction
3: yeah that was that was that's going to pay dividends in the future that's that's good for me uh, no but if if the younger sub zero with the scar over his eye hooks up with Serena in in a romantic fashion that will lead me to believe that one day there will be a third Sub-Zero. Like, one day Kuai Liang will get a combat kid. That would be, uh, well, the easy way. That would be the one thing they could do that they could nest it in a pile of absolute flaming garbage, and I'd still be like, well, they did this one thing I've always wanted. Interesting. Uh,
0: I like that there's that thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the, the one little that's the this this one trick, Razor hates it.
0: <laughs> Don Don Chincholo <laughs> or Kittleson, whoever writes it these days needs to be like, there it is. We know how to but please no, this if... man. Get it get it on paper. We can't save actually... this game, but do this. <laughs> if you actually wanted to
3: make a good game and telegraph to me that the game is going to be what I want. Then I would need to see a tournament taking place in the year nineteen ninety two on Shang Tsung's island, and I would need to see that only the cast from MK One is in attendance, like Katana's not there. Uh, and and I would need to see Liu Kang is just a monk and not the god of fire and time or whatever. Right. So basically, uh... basically do. Do Resident Evil 1's remake to MK1. Yeah, and you just want a very faithful retelling of yeah, what it's I supposed just, to be. I just That's one time. Just one time to get it right. And then after that, you can remake it wrong as many times as you want, because the one good one will
0: exist. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, for me... I think... I mean, obviously, I'm not too, uh... Like... I don't want to say picky, because I don't think anybody's being picky here. Uh, I think those are all very reasonable expectations for what it should be. Uh, But I've definitely been more casually minded, especially when it comes to story. Um, I I consider myself fairly easy to please in in that regard. Or maybe it's just, it's not where my bread is buttered, so to speak. So I don't have a whole lot writing on it. Never really have. Um, So... For me, all I want really is just, like, the characters that I've really wanted to actually matter. Like, I liked seeing Cyrax in MK11 after not getting him in MKX. Um, So that itself made me giddy, and I was really, you know, excited at that. And I just want more story development for the characters that never seem to get any, like, we seem to be getting the same development for the same characters over and over and over, or just no development at all. And we just rehash the same circular things between Scorpion and Sub-Zero or uh, Sonya and Kano and so on and so forth. And like, I just want these other characters to actually get their time in the sun and mean something and actually matter and not just, not just be there in story, but to actually have moments that mean something and that you think, man, that really was awesome. As a Mortal Kombat fan for 25, 30 years, this is what I wanted. Like Razor with Kwai Liang and Serena. Like for me, that moment is like I just want to see Cyrex like progress. I don't want to see Linque Cyrex anymore. I want to see Cyrex like continue on with his story, whether it's the one that he originally had or whether it's his stolen one from Smoke. Just give me something, please. I just want to see this man be able to get his humanity back or whatever the case like i want to see smoke and and sub-zero have an interaction where like they got to confront that i want to see sub-zero go and like chase down the cyberlin quay and like i want to see these things that we've we've all wanted for so many years but we just we get teased by them and then they're either happen off screen or they don't happen the way they were supposed to they don't make any sense or like i said we just focus on the same few people in, in the last couple games it's been the combat kids and I just I, I I'm not interested in that I want I want these characters that we've been waiting for a payoff for for like 15 20 years now anyways that's for me Win when lord when's gonna be my time
2: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'd be willing to put up with just about anything If you would just give me the smoke and sub zero storyline I have wanted to see since 1996 or so, God, Lord Almighty, it's been a very long time. I'd put up with just about anything to actually see that, to actually follow through on that abandoned, that particular abandoned plotline. It's all I can really ask for.
0: I mean, I think at this point, in a lot of ways, that's the best we can hope for. And I don't mean that like pessimistically, but like. Like I said, for me, that moment in MK11 with Cyrax and Sub-Zero, like, that was cool to see. I just wish there was more of that, and I wish the story mode was, like, all sorts of that kind of stuff. It shouldn't be too wish- and far
2: between. I just wish it was a scene like that, but the robot was purple, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear
0: you, man. I mean, it's not well, easy I, being a Smoke uh, fan. I, I get it. The,
2: the one disclaimer, though, is I don't know if anything and I mean anything, could make me okay with another time travel game, like you say in the question, Yellow Sama. I'm so tired of it. If I yeah. have... If, 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 if MK12 comes along and the first thing I see out of a trailer is, it's a time travel story, I'm gonna shoot myself and others.
0: Now, what if it starts just, off that I way as, like, the first chapter to set up whatever new reboot it is? Like, how we did going from Armageddon to MK9 like, essentially. Because I mean, they played no, the like, what was supposed to be the end of Armageddon, leading need... MK9 in that no, game. That's the I
2: mean, last I... thing. That's the last thing I want. I need a clean slate. You, you, you tell me. Well, it's contingent <laughs> on this timeline, and this is attached to that timeline, and I'm still making the comparisons in my head, even though I know I made. Yeah, the thing is,
3: aftermath set it up in such a way that we don't actually ever have to see the hourglass again. Yeah, like, the fair. The last I shot just... is that Luke Kang has already created the next timeline, and he's just hanging out with Great Kung Lao. And you could do Great Kung Lao, or you could skip ahead to the tournament, but we don't ever have to see the hourglass again. And yeah. I will tell you, the point where I turned on Snowblind was when we see Kronika's
0: hourglass in the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even know, obviously. I Having not seen it, I had no idea that was ever a plot element for that movie. Like, I yeah. just assumed it was yeah, the, the whole, pure the premi- Elseworld, like, the what if The premise of Snowblind
3: is that it's a continuation of Kano's arcade ending. <laughs>
1: That's funny. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's what would happen if <laughs> he what got the hourglass. <laughs> Which, by the way, doesn't make sense, because in story mode, he both versions of Kano die. So how could he ever get close to the
0: hourglass? <laughs> yeah. It just makes me think of Family Guy where they're like, yep, it's a Kano episode. You can yeah. turn it off. No one would blame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Alright. There's there's that.
1: Um, I'd actually... Well, no. Go on. I the next gonna... question. That is, I, I was gonna say, like, it, honestly, if you get smoke and Sub-Zero and like, and fix that relationship, like... Or if you put like Lee May and Bo show together, like I'm willing to stomach some time travel if you get the best, coolest characters in the right places. But sure. that, um, I mean, they I can do that, know.
0: but you're not touching Lee May.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I nothing. No, it's just because like, um, I, I, I mean, I, I think this is one of those instances where perfection is the enemy of progress, right? Sure. Like, I don't expect. Like the writers to do a faithful Mortal Kombat anymore, so I'm willing to take like an for those little accurate moments. story between the characters, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's I mean, how Scorpion I feel, is right? the new smoke. If we're being honest, that's the problem. We're never gonna get smoking some zero again as long as he's hanging out with Scorpion because Scorpion kind of <laughs> like usurped that role. So, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, no, I mean, I think you and I are in similar places. Well, I mean, it sounds like everybody's somewhat in a similar place outside of just. The complete lack of desire. I mean, none of us want to see the time travel stuff, but yeah. You know, I, you don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know if NRS
3: understands this, but a human being can have more than one friend at a time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't think they know, dude. I don't think... It's not that
2: they don't but know, You can know. only I'm... have one bestie. Yeah, that's that's mm. the weird fucking thing. When I was talking
3: about how there's all these, like, obvious tag teams... There are no trios, though. Like... Why can't uh, Liu Kang and Katana hang out, and Jade is also there? Katana only <laughs> hangs out with one person at a time.
1: If I yeah. was
0: Jade, I'd be like very suspicious of Liu Kang. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't underrate a threesome. Just, you with know, good level it.
3: chance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, yeah. Hey, what do you think about? I mean, before we move on to the next question, but just a real quick question. What do you think if they reset the timeline, right? like they like they teased and they go back to the great kung Lao blah blah. blah. Not that that's gonna be the story because I mean a lot of people think that's gonna be let's say he does reboot the timeline though, not knowing because they never got to it in this timeline that eventually it gets to where we get to basically deception onaga, and that's what introduces all those three d era characters, and that's why that's how they write him into this game because Lou wasn't aware of what happened in the original timeline, so he doesn't am, try to avoid it. I am it.
3: open to the possibility of that, but the thing is, if you're going to uh, skip ahead in the story <laughs> of a new timeline, and have uh, several of the game's events have happened off-screen, right? then you better have somebody write the fuck down exactly
0: what happened <laughs> off-screen, otherwise <laughs> they will fuck it up. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, just look the at slot. the original oh, series at that point. That, that's all they need to do. I'm not saying that's... I know it sounds easy but the mobile I'm just game saying.
3: the mobile game takes place in media race of a timeline where a tournament maybe two tournaments have already happened but katana hasn't gone bad yet but sub zero is currently the grandmaster in training frost if you don't make them write it down they'll get it wrong yeah and it won't make any sense right remember uh... <laughs>
2: Yeah. Remember Ermac and the MKX comic in the
0: game? Yeah, stuff <laughs> like that. I was just more curious, like, because everybody, you know, thinks we're either going back to that or whatever, and some people think maybe Onaga, but that's that was my thought process. What I if just... we got kind of like, it's a complete I... reboot. But rather than retail one through three and so on and so forth, what if we just jumped ahead to essentially deceptions events? I just I absolutely do not trust
3: the NRS writers with a time skip or starting in the middle of a story. Sure, they have a history of being bad at that.
1: Well, I think that's absolutely what we're getting. I I, I no I talked about this <clears> in <with> the <throat> warrior shrine. I don't I didn't think about them starting deception. But what I think MK twelve is going to be. Is Mortal Kombat 2 with an alternate history modified by Fire Luke King? That is what I think we're getting. Yeah. Come October, but we'll see.
0: Alright. Well, let's move on to Dap asks There is two buttons on a desk. Button number one permanently replaces Dom Chiancholo with Kittleson. Button number two rolls the dice for NRS to hire somebody completely new. Which do you press? Button one. So you want to take the guaranteed Kittleson. Yes, the, because otherwise the, you're going to get, like, dice.
1: Netflix trash. That is what's going to happen. You're <clears> going to <throat> get Netflix original writers or something of that nature or an Amazon Prime, like, original. That Yeah, modern writers are just not very good. At least yeah. with Kittleson, I know what I'm getting.
0: It's also the problem of, like, we've already seen what happens when somebody claims they're, like, a mega fan of the series, and, oh, they used to play the arcade games, and they do this, and they do that. Didn't the movie writer say all that, <laughs> and then we got what we got? But yeah, he's that's like, called
3: PR, baby. That's called be PR. Fair. <laughs> to be fair, the writer who said all that was a third writer on that movie, and he did... Actually, add a lot of things from the games into that script. It was way worse before him. The things he couldn't change, Arcanas and Cole, those were there before he got there, and the producer was probably saying, These need to be there and you can't change those. Okay. And I appreciate that.
1: I think Kittleson actually does mean well. I, I, I don't think he's the worst writer in the world. I think it he does intend. I do not get like ego trip, self insert vibes from Kittleson yeah, here's at the, all. My do I.
3: my issue with Kittleson is that the guy obviously does know some stuff about the three D era and is a a fan, perhaps more on the casual side than a super fan like me. Uh, but he's very much a a uh, wants-to-smile-and-kiss-up-to-the-boss kind of won't-rock-the-boat-needs-this-job kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's had his turn, so I press
2: button two. Oh, okay. Chad? Now, when you say button two rolls the dice, does that mean that there is a chance I'm sticking with Dom? No. No, completely no, either way out. Someone it's completely just, new, it
3: says. It's, it's, button, okay, button that, one that, is Kittleson, button two is an unknown. Then I'm well,
1: there's the a number... chance, like, the number would be so low, the odds of getting Dom when there's, like, millions <laughs> of writers out there are so low.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm it... going to roll the dice just because, again, I didn't have that many problems with Kittleson's writing, the Lord knows. The guy tried with what he had to work with, but, you know, there's as much chance of someone good as someone not good, so, yeah, I'll give it a shot, why not?
1: I disagree Alrighty. with that. By the way, I think there's way more bad writers than good writers. So I think if I'm being generous, there is a twenty percent chance of getting a good writer. It, that that's like me like using like the most like generous model possible. Now if I'm, I'm wrong, great. But yeah, I'm fine with that.
3: <laughs> Roll those <laughs> dice, baby. <laughs> I,
1: you know what?
3: There's it's a, it's a gamble either way. It, but yeah. I know what Kittleson is capable of. He had a turn on the wheel. Let's give somebody
0: else a try. What did you, what you, I know he wrote the comic, but what else did Kittleson write? Did he write anything uh, for the game? He he wrote he wrote Eleven. Oh. I mean, Dom
3: was like a co-writer, but Kittleson wrote most of it. I'm pretty sure. Like he wrote the the actual script of Eleven and aftermath. And my understanding is together they both wrote several, like, various intros. Like, I, I think the the versus intro writing is like a... They go all around the building and with everyone on the team taking suggestions and things like that.
0: That's probably you, the only reason we I got... know is
3: that uh, the only things Kittleson was not there for, uh, the only things that were written after he left was the final uh, pack
1: with Melina and rambo and rain hmm. all right. it, it's such a great question from Dap because it's funny because we actually all agree on everything but yet came to vastly different conclusions despite <laughs> agreeing on all the premises right um i i mean i mean sure i get it but like i would rather have Kittleson writing than like it's the devil you I know versus know. the devil you don't I mean, yeah, I don't want it's, like, a that's, Thor that's, Love and Thunder kind of situation, right? I know what, what Kittleson can do. And I do think he means well. Um, when he's, I'm sure if he had more freedom and he did a little bit more research, I think we would get well, something better. You, than you know Kittleson. what? Thor Love and Thunder is almost the exact opposite
3: because uh, Ragnarok was directed by Taika Waititi but was written by someone else. Love and but Thunder been, was written yeah. by Taika. And so if you know what to expect from Taika, then Love and Thunder is the one that's
1: what you expect. But the thing is, though, what I mean literally within the example is Kittleson is protecting us from the writers of Love and Thunder. That's what I mean, because we can't get, you know, a shitty director slash writer if Kittleson's in the spot.
3: Sure, if Dom were to stay, but the question specifically says Dom is fired. (laughs) Well, that's
1: what we are. We're getting Kittleson, right?
3: Well, you're getting Kittleson instead of Dom, or you're getting someone new instead of Dom. And I know yeah. I, I know what Kittleson does. I've seen it before. I'm willing to take the gamble.
1: <laughs> <Like it's laughs> I just imagine Kittleson was, being uh, like I get so much worse. I, I think just, 11, eleven yeah. Oh it could.
3: It could definitely be
0: worse.
1: But I I'm just curious. I was just saying I
0: could just imagine Kittleson being like, guys, look. You know what you got with me, and then Razor still pushes the button. He yeah, still yeah. pushes button two. He's like rapidly tapping it
2: as hard as he can, yeah, trying you're, not you're to be right, awkward I what in front I of Kittleson. But I'm he a gambler. Was slapping button number two the second he started typing out that question. I'm a,
3: I'm, I'm a risk taker. I
1: wanna, I wanna see. What else is out there <laughs> <I was thinking laughs> Razor hitting the button and the whole franchise just bursts into flames and raises like oh so that's what happens <laughs> i regret it's nothing. already in flames like what's it going to do burn more <laughs> <sighs>
3: oh this button turns up the gas interesting
1: <laughs> well that's, you know i like that analogy because it's like which okay let's say your house is on fire one button will summon one firefighter a second button will summon three fighter fighters or no firefighters, right? Like that's kind of the situation <laughs> I feel like we're in. So I don't know. I, this is turning I, I into I a know. trolley problem. Yeah, yeah. This is a... <laughs> <laughs>
0: to be yeah. fair. Uh I think I'm with I think I'm with uh, Razor and Chad on this one. I'll go number two. Not we that I have, have any like I don't even know look, I didn't read most of the MKX comics. I Forget more about the story modes than I like. Just I ever remembered to begin with. So I, like... I will
3: tell you one thing I do remember from the MKX comics. Uh, one thing about Sean Kittleson as a writer when he doesn't have a partner, he fucking loves puns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> one thing I don't appreciate and that I I wish wasn't the case is I wish like when they market a comic as being like a canon tie into something. And then they just go against it, and they don't actually follow what the the comic set forth. They did that with both MKX and I mean, uh, Injustice. The thing is, that literally was really every, irritating.
3: Every company that has <clears throat> ever had a tie in comic in history does that. Yeah, Halo. Yeah. This it
2: was this was this was a thing with all of the Michael Bay Transformers movies back in the heyday. What to call! it I will. Six will... and seven. It's not written with any intent to try to, like, get you material to prep you for the series. It's to sell you some goddamned merch. That's all it is. Here's the the thing. planning that goes into it. The people who write the comic and the people who write the game are seldom talking to each other. I will give you an
3: example of how I know for a fact that there is no such thing as a canon tie-in comic in all of media. Halo. The Halo series respects and incorporates its tie-in books more than any other franchise out there and yet they ignored their marvel comics
0: tie ins what about the mortal kombat deception comic tie-in what about mk versus dc I, I mean the mk
3: versus dc one doesn't even have a story it's just a bunch of pictures <laughs> exactly like... yeah. deception one was cancelled man yeah the deception one wasn't
0: finished no i'm talking about the one that came with like the special edition the one little tiny little booklet that I almost crashed my car looking at.
3: That's the versus DC one. Yeah, it it doesn't. It's just. It's just. It wrote. It's a picture book. <laughs> it's, it's a well, I would book. also it, say it that goes, like there's like the the story of the game is, uh, Dark Side was merged with Shao Kahn, and <laughs> yeah, know, all I'm the comic shows man. you is Dark Side merging with Shao Kahn. There's no actual story in that comic. It's Suffering canon, pictures. man.
0: It's canon.
2: Well, see that's. In this instance, there's tie in comic and there's a tie in comic. Yeah, this is a little this is a little accessory adjacent to the game, included with the game. Yeah, there's it's, there's it's a big
3: difference
2: with, and then
0: uh,
2: there's comics
3: that came with the game I'm versus just, yeah, I'm
0: just bullshitting here. <laughs> it's fine. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Let's tease it. Donkey Darko seventy seven asks, Do you ever think about me when the chips are down? I don't know hey, if anyone? the chips have ever been down. <laughs> have they not been I down mean, enough? I think the I've
3: chips never been down like constantly. like what 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 defines the chips being down? Do I have to be pinned behind the boxes while the, while a <laughs> uh, enemy is this ganger? a song
2: lyric? I think Am this I is taking a song fire? Lyric.
3: Like is this is this like a fucking bad boy situation where I'm you know fighting crime and I'm waiting for my partner to back me up? I've I've never
0: the chips have never been down. When I tell you to <laughs> drive, that's how you drive. That's bad boys right there uh <laughs> thanks for sending in the question Donkey Darko longtime uh, YouTube subscriber so appreciate it um, I'm
2: just gonna say yes yes I do
0: well, of course <laughs> um next up we got a aguedo Borrego. yeah as I was gonna say is that a g or a q I couldn't tell I have a squiggly red line but uh, Agüedo, yeah, yeah. Barrigo. I'm pretty sure I messed that up, but yeah, you're you're supposed to roll that. Roll R the barrigo. Okay, when- uh, okay. When- you almost All right, started- all right oh, you? I can't. It's hard. Spanish when is hard. They ask when MK12 revealed. <laughs> There's no question mark on it. Just, When's bro- when? When? A- when MK12 revealed. <laughs> Maybe some warning, like when MK12 <laughs> was revealed. Watch out. Oh God, yeah, it's like yeah. a candle jack. They just got stolen. <laughs> yeah,
1: you he didn't have time for anything else. It's just he must win and he they got him. Yeah. Uh
0: well, when do He's I think the MK, future. when do I think MK12 will be revealed? I think it's going to be sometime around combo breaker, if not at combo breaker, at least the announcement or initial trailer. So that's May. So if I'm picking a month, I'm picking May. That I'm picking E3 for like the more in-depth reveal and possibly playable. That'll be their reveal event this time. Unless they want to host their own again. And then I'm picking late September, early October for release. Because that would be roughly the same time frame as MK11. And I miss MK being in the fall. So I want it to return.
1: I saw your video on the release date, and I agree. I think October is very likely for a release date. So I'm going to say June.
3: June for the announcement? uh, Yeah, I figure early summer
0: sounds reasonable.
1: Yeah, because it's four months perfectly, just like MK11. Yeah, I
0: just think like that combo breaker. That's the only like big event outside of E3, obviously. That like they don't need an event. We kind of had to talk about this in the MK12 hype chat or whatever. There was some there was some debate back and forth whether they need like a a huge event to reveal something at, and not that combo breaker is you know considerably a huge event when you compare it to like a video game awards, but. I, do mean, they need I don't the, think do they need a huge event with hundreds of millions of viewers or tens of millions of viewers, or do they just can they just throw something up on YouTube and put a press release out? And I think it's the latter. I think they. Can I don't. I don't do think people are in a
3: hurry to throw their own like
0: <laughs> crowds together post COVID. Sure. So to me, like I don't think you need a big event to reveal this game. You can just put a trailer up on the internet like they used to do, like with MK9 and, I believe, MKX and the old games. Uh, So I think they can just do that if they want. They have the social media presence and the marketing behind them to make sure it's a hit. You don't need a video game awards. But also, I mean, if you want to do Combo Breaker, to me, it would be cool just for the crowd reaction. And then if they want that crowd reaction, they can record it and use it in all sorts of videos going forth. That's why I think maybe we get like the initial teaser trailer at Combo Breaker just for the crowd reaction, and then the big blowout will be at more at E3. If they even go to E3, who the hell knows? But I, yeah. ultimately, I don't think they're beholden to any event. They'll just they've got they've got the the money and the the presence. I mean, the to, reality uh... is the vast majority of people just see it online anyway. Right. So right. as long
3: as you do something on Twitch and YouTube, that's all the promotion you really need
0: yeah i mean it's gonna spread like wildfire as soon as it goes up mortal Kombat's trending almost every single week and it has been for months so i don't i don't think they need a big event to get the word of mouth out there's already hunger for the next mortal Kombat. it's a it's a very well established brand i don't think the big events are doing
1: that well anyway right now
0: yeah i don't think any like the microsoft or any of them are going to e3 this year once again so E3 ain't what it used to be. That's for sure. Any other thoughts? Comments? When MK12 revealed?
2: I'm also um, going to say around October. For, for release. the release? Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. When uh, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. Uh, Corey Freeman. Mortal Kombat 11 is trash, and anyone who likes or supports that game is being good in any way game-wise should be beat that's not, not, there a a, yeah, there not a question yeah there is not a question it's more of a
2: threat or a statement that's not, that's not a question but let's just put it, let's just put it out on the table for people to unpack and consider
1: <laughs> well i also think cyborg it's like the previous question it's like the guy forgot to put the question mark so it's just like you have to read it like a ron burgundy kind of way right like... <laughs> mortal kombat 11
0: is trash and anyone who likes or supports that game as being good in any way game-wise should be beat
3: you got to put your Go hands up. on yourself,
2: time. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, who put the question mark up on the teleprompter? <laughs>
0: um, all right. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we have been fairly critical of MK11, while still admitting some of the strengths it had as well. But, uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to run into too much of a hot take there, um, outside of, you know, being beaten. <laughs> but...
1: I, I think, like... I... If if I were to, to steal Man MK11, there are things that are cool that are only in MK11, and if you want to play those things, you have to play that game. I, I can also see people... Yeah? There is only one single thing that I like about MK11, and it's that
3: it has the most uh, classic skins of any of the NRS games.
1: I just yeah, think if you a... want Honored shredder, that's where you go. And uh, I think...
2: Those... Some of those classic skins look incredibly good in comparison to what we had in yeah, X and yeah, Nine.
0: The, the, the graphics are finally good in an MK game.
2: Also, it's been, game. it's
3: been a while. Yeah,
0: my two biggest compliments are a the roster and because I thought its roster was pretty solid. Same with Injustice 2. So if anything, they're on a pretty good roll with putting in like a lot of fan demanded characters. Um, so, that I feel like has been less of a complaint on our end um, the last couple iterations, um, comparatively to like MKX, which we were all very unhappy with. Um, but then the other thing beyond the roster I thought was pretty solid was I thought it was a pretty, pretty, uh, a pretty, pretty, it was a beautiful game, like to look at, in my opinion. Yeah, and we got really. friendships back, which was cool. We wanted friendships. Faces were nice, and nobody
3: had weird shoulders.
0: <laughs> yeah, like when I think, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say when I think of like MK9, MKX, MK11, I'd rather play MK9. I'd rather. God, I don't. I don't remember what the hell I said about MKX, but I was gonna say MK11 is nicer to look at than MKX is. Where I was going with that, MKX was pretty,
1: pretty rough. Well, I mean, Django still played a lot of MK11 and because he loves fujin and if you want to play fujin you have to play mk11 that i mean that's That's just no real competitive way to play mk4 yeah and that's a big fujin's a big deal like i don't want to say like oh you know you're playing it for a character it's not just any character
0: yeah i mean we asked for fujin for many years like we've been this is our ninth year doing this we're on our ninth year right now of doing this podcast and fujin was unanimously between all of us are like sacrificial or not a sacrificial our our golden goose basically that's the one that we kept saying this is the one much like now it's moved more towards like serena and smoke so on and so forth so yeah for the longest time and then we finally got him. so yeah there's definitely no underselling that otherwise it would seem like we're ungrateful in that regard yeah he, he is one of the few characters in the game that's not on fun no I still really enjoy playing Frost for what it is, but I just don't yeah. like playing like I don't like the grind or <laughs> anything else about like all the work you have to do to play that game. But uh all right, so now we're going to crazy crazy forever. Was Ermac intended to be an MK11 due to his unique style in the crypt? Maybe? Maybe. I don't yeah, I don't. I
2: don't think so. No, I tend to lean towards no. Like, it feels like maybe they were trying to give him at least sort of an interesting design to start off with, but then they just kind of fell apart halfway through, and he's got, yeah. like, bits and bobs from, like, people's gear. So I wouldn't really put any real stake into it. It's not that great of a costume to start off with. I don't think it was worked on for more than a week,
0: maybe. They also they also had 12 DLC characters. Like, if he was... If he was, like, worked on and then to a point where they he just missed the roster, uh, I feel like he would have been one of the later DLC characters and just finished up. So I feel yeah, like this yeah, was his probably, game to sit out. Like,
3: probably that they only designed that costume for the Crypt and he was not actually planned for the roster or something.
0: Yeah, like, him and Reptile sat out. Noob and um, Rain came in. Am I missing somebody? I forgot. Like, I feel like they cycle him out, unfortunately, because we should get multiples of them. It shouldn't always be like the super fun, popular characters that are cycled out while so many others just keep getting in somehow. Uh, let's skip forward some of the second questions of people. Let's go to Tame Lizard. How would you feel if the devs were to take a completely different art slash design approach for MK12 or any other future title? A step away from the ultra-realistic art style into something like anime. Any preferences or desires on a specific art style?
2: I'll start by saying I do not want an MK anime fighter. Same. No, it's just everything.
3: I don't think think that a Western developer should be making a game with an anime art style because they're not going to be good at it and it's going to feel disingenuous.
2: There are also just... So many anime fighters out there, there are. right now. It's 95% of the market. Why would you want the game to blend into
0: there the is that? I would take um, like a drawn style for MK. That would be kind of cool. But yeah, I'm not I don't have any interest in anime specifically just because one, I'm not super into anime. I've seen a few. Um I don't hate it. But two, anime fighters. And This has been a complaint of mine for, like, Marvel versus Capcom or Guilty Gear to maybe a lesser extent. I hate when I play a game, like a fighting game especially, where when I'm doing attacks, for some reason, it lacks impact. Like, there's so many things happening on the screen. And I know this is, like, one of the complaints about, like, that style of game, the anime fighter, is that, what do they call it, Temp? You may have heard this, where it's like it's visual overload or something like there's just so many, so much shit going on in the screen. Like, so many, overload. Yeah. It's like special effects galore. And there's all these like things going on that sometimes you lose your characters and all the effects that are going on. I don't particularly like that. And I also don't like, I like things to have weight. It's one of the things that's why I prefer NRS games because I like when I hit somebody, I like it to feel like I hit them when I, Uppercut him into the air. I want to feel it. Like, I want to feel that weight of my characters. And I feel like in anime, it's always pretty floaty. And I feel like when I'm punching and kicking, it doesn't register to me as much. I don't feel like what I'm doing on screen has much impact on it. I just feel like I'm seeing a lot of visuals. I don't know. Yeah, that's, you're not, wrong. Right.
1: Like, a lot of that started, I mean, you mentioned Marvel, but, like, I think it really began with Marvel versus Capcom 1. Because when you do yeah. a Super Marvel versus Capcom 1... A portrait of your character shows up on the screen takes up about a third of the screen then your characters are teleported to an asteroid field in an alternate dimension and then usually a laser beam that takes up two-thirds of the screen shows up from either yeah. like machine or morrigan um and that is like they, they looked at that and they're like this is going to be the standard and that's kind of what we've been dealing with in a lot of anime fighters but you're right to a to a lesser extent. Guilty Gear, Guilty Gear does have that screen filling stuff, but it's not really the bar. Yeah, it's not um, the same. I, I that's why I say lesser. You're right the sure. impact though. Like, I mean, in, in Guilty Gear, you can like stab someone with an like a six foot ice spike, and it's like a wiffle bat,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel nothing is the problem. Like, there's cool shit that looks cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, watching an anime fighter is a lot of fun. I like watching them, but then when I'm playing them. As, a, as an MK guy, as an Injustice guy, even as like a, a Street Fighter or a Soul Caliber guy. When I'm playing them, I like to feel that impact. And I just don't with anime fighters. I feel like I'm doing 800 things, but none of them are actually making me feel any of it. If that makes sense.
2: There's, uh, there's other reasons too. Like MK, going back in his history... It's a series that traditionally kind of stood apart because it was so realistic. It was based on motion-capturing real people. And I think that's one of the... I think it's kind of MK's... One of its defining characteristics is that it's, generally speaking, real-looking dudes. So, no, I wouldn't take that away. Like, I think that there are things that you could do within the fighting game engine itself to maybe make the looks... To Make the looks, good one. To maybe hey. make the special moves stand out a bit more make them feel a bit more otherworldly or stylized or differently animated sure but at its core i would keep it relatively realistic and like seeing I... at seeing anime versus of mortal kombat characters was kind of cool back in the day like seeing what people do with them on mugen and stuff like that but it's kind of cool as a novelty thing I gr- and, and, and and granted if there was like a theoretical mortal Kombat versus street fighter crossover like you know people have been dreaming about for years I would probably want Capcom to handle that and do with the MK characters as they would, but that's another section of the woods entirely.
3: Yeah, I think Mortal Kombat's identity would not translate properly if you had any kind of cell shading effects at all. And, um, I will say that I wish the art style of the concept art would, uh, would go away from the 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 industry standard painterly style, uh, and go back to uh, the the hand drawn sketches that we saw in the Shaolin monks era, because I think that would very much encourage them to design less overcomplicated costumes. Uh, it would also really help uh, tell your work apart from fucking AI art, which is a problem now. So that's that's the only thing I would really change. It's just the concept art phase. I would still want the final product to look uh, photo realistic, especially now that they've actually gotten good at the like the face mo- motion capture and all that kind of stuff, and we're not having to deal with the. Uh, the ugly attempts to render people that we saw in nine and X and the Injustice, the first right. injustice at least, where everybody looked like they were made of clay.
1: Yeah. Tell you the truth, I don't have a terribly strong opinion one way or another. I, I don't think anime Mortal Kombat would look good. Now it would be cool to see like a Japanese studio take a stab at a Mortal Kombat project. Not sure. not even a video game, but just like a like a twelve episode series maybe or yeah, I but, never you know saw what? the cyberpunk would, shit, but yeah.
3: I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing Mortal Kombat in the art style of like a Tekken or a DOA, where it's it's not where it's like three D modeled, but they're pretty. You know? Yeah, maybe I'd even, a little yeah. less. A little less with how maybe. how a Western developer
0: designs faces to be sort of fat and uh, pimply. I mean, I'd take Mortal Kombat characters as, like, a guest character in, like, Smash or something. Like, I have no problem seeing it guest in, like, other properties that are already, like, great at that style and know what they're doing and taking it and putting it into that style. That I have no problem with. I was just... My commentary is more on the game itself. The the primary game... uh... There's, like, fan art out there of, like, what if Scorpion was in
3: Fortnite? And I actually, I don't hate that. I I think if Scorpion in Fortnite looked like the art style of Fortnite, that would be very appropriate for Scorpion in Fortnite. But I don't want Mortal Kombat 12 to look like Fortnite. Right, right, right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely a difference there, for sure.
1: I also just don't have a vision at all. I I think, for the most part, Mortal Kombat looks okay. If they're going to make, like, a drastic, like, wind waker kind of change i i don't know how often that's ever warranted um i am i am not a guy who likes change for the sake of change right which kind of sums up a lot of the nether realm era of mortal kombat so i don't know i i don't have strong feelings but if it were up to me i would say just look at what they're doing right and keep doing that yeah independently yeah. though if they made it like i don't know if uh <clears throat> uh uh, you Ufotable, like the Demon Slayer Studio, made a Mortal Kombat movie or Mortal Kombat series, I'd be all over that. That'd be sick.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Ragaroth asks, Do you imagine a way Smoke returns? He has both Cyborg and Human slash Ninja slash Demon versions, but both versions have the harpoon move from the Smoke Triborg variation. I'm guessing they mean... When bringing Smoke back, he has all versions, not just one version, and that they have the Harpoon from the Smoke Triborg variation.
3: Yeah, I mean, I've said before, like, if if Smoke came back and he had, like, multiple forms, uh, I'd have them function like uh, Premier Skins do, where... Each skin sort of works like a variation where you've got the same normals and a few of the same specials, but then there are unique
0: things to that skin. Kind of like uh, the human Cyrax and Sector yeah, in MK9. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, yeah.
2: It's, it's a two pronged question, a two tiered question. And after Cyrax and Sector in, in 9, there is no reason that you should not have both as an option. The whole should it be a human or should it be a cyber smoke in this game? argument should die they should always both be available with some minor differences like we've established here now as to whether or not he should actually have the harpoon like triborg did maybe it's like i don't know part of a combo string or whatnot but you know it's obviously not going to come out of his chest the way triborg fires it out it wasn't right?
0: even a harpoon in triborg
3: was it, was it? it wasn't it was just a, like
2: it was a cables it was just yeah, cables. he shot yeah. three
3: cables, but it still reeled you in, gameplay-wise, right, the right. same mechanic as Scorpion right. Spear. Yeah,
2: It was just, like, really short range.
3: Yeah. I think you could EX it, and it would taser you instead.
2: Maybe, yeah. Something like that. But um I wouldn't yeah. want something that acted like Scorpion Spear anymore. I spent far too many years wanting Smoke to be his own character and his own special moves. Yeah. And I don't know. I just mk9 brought him forward in so many directions and yeah. it's a cool little nod to have him toss those cables and have something that visually and gameplay wise calls back to the like the three cyber harpoons sure but i don't think i need it anymore now that he's got smoke bombs and like tricks like that from nine
1: well i i, I actually watch a lot of Ragaras content uh... He's, he's in gameplay quite a bit. I think there's sort of an implication in this question. When he says that um, cyborg and human, ninja, demon, ninjas, are demon versions, I feel like demon, because I feel like if you did put a Nenra in a game, there's no reason he couldn't look like and have all the qualities of Nanosmoke. It just could be metaphysically something different. But he could play and look exactly like Deception Smoke as a, I hate calling him a Nenra, but as a Nenra, right? So, um, if you do that, I think you wouldn't, if you had, like, a spear equivalent, you would just give all versions the smoke ball in the face. And I feel like the only real add-ons would be, like, a unique one or two special moves, like Razor said, for yeah. each from your skin, and you're good. But, you're like, really to, to answer specifically
3: about the harpoon, I would have the harpoon be specific to the cyborg skin. I don't think that he needs a scorpion spear ever again in his rake other forms. Although, like, in my own fiction y version of Human Smoke, he, he would use a kusari gama, and he'd, you know, that way he could ha- use the sickle the way uh, the UMK3 axe worked, like it it's part of combos, and then maybe he could have some moves where he sort of whips out the chain end, and the chain has a, has a yeah. spear on the end, and you could do it like that, but I don't, I don't, See him pulling people in just with a straight rope dart shot, the way Scorpion does anymore. Because well, I, I don't think we need that kind of moves sharing. It kind of hug over him like a black cloud for way too long.
1: We're just in a weird spot right now because even Scorpion Spear is, is not Scorpion Spear anymore. It's a meter. Well, burn. obviously, I would never do no, what Levison did with yeah. the no meter burning ever again. That needs to die.
2: I always Scorpion. said
1: that. Back way back in the day, I said if you bring back you know a true to form robot smoke, uh, I always thought the the trident uh, cables thing should be a command grab. I don't think it ever needed to be a stagger or combo starter. Um, I was fine with it just being like Venom's uh, web slam in Marvel One. So yeah, there's a lot of things you could you could have the cables and not do Scorpion's stick. I think very easily it doesn't take a lot of imagination. So um. Yeah, but the smoke ball is the common denominator among all of them.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the smoke ball and the teleport punches I think are the, the basic smoke kit. And then I sort of... I I, I like the nine set, and then if you want to have extras, that's where variations come in. Yeah, Or the premier skins, yeah. as it were, for the different forms of smoke
2: keep shake, keep the fake-out teleport punch, keep the air throw, you're good.
0: All right. Uh, moving on, um, non-creative username asks, what characters would you add onto the roster in each MK game and why? Example, adding Cabal to Deadly Alliance, Jade to MK4. Is that something we think we can answer? Do we want to pin that as like All more right. of an episode thing? What I can character- do this does he want us to do it with all? Of he them? wants all of them, each MK game, <laughs> and why? <laughs> well,
2: I, I, I can try to answer this very, very briefly for each game. From one through four, I would add all the secret characters to the main roster because they were there, and that's all the justification that I need. Okay. Also, Blaze for Deadly Alliance was he on I, there? like as playable, or you he was on the select yeah.
0: screen? He was unlockable.
2: Yeah, he was unlockable, that's true. Okay. He was a secret character, but still kind of unlockable. Right. I wouldn't add Lucan to Deadly Alliance, because he did. I would add Noob Cybot and Serena from Tournament Edition onto Deadly Alliance as well. Yeah. Deception, it's hard to think of anyone who should have been there, but really wasn't. Maybe I would actually also add Blaze to Deception too as foreshadowing. He was in Perhaps. the Unchained version. Just to like you know, kind of rounded out. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. Unchained added Jack's katana, frost, and blaze. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, those games else. always mess me up. Just because yeah.
0: anytime I'm talking like characters that missed games, I always have to make a damn asterisk for those damn <laughs> the
2: handheld versions.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. So you've got deception. Money. I don't know who else you can really add to armageddon everyone's pretty much already there i'd give batara his damn legs back <laughs> um let's see nine,
0: <laughs> not, nine
2: is already pretty much completely there except it's just it's missing chameleon i would i would trade all the guest characters for both of the chameleons you guys okay over there yeah well, <laughs> it's
1: funny your character pick for armageddon was batara's legs it's just so <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> like it
3: should have been its
0: own select screen Steve, slot Steve. <laughs>
3: it's, like it's the only men. thing that's not there man it's the two men in a halloween horse costume <laughs> yeah.
0: they're each yeah. their own separate <laughs> and it's not that they're on separate ends of the screen they're just right next to each other but it's still separated by the boxes yeah
2: yeah like it's just his back half is in one i don't know it'd be funny ah uh, wonderful uh nine needs the chameleons i would still have added them in somewhere if they didn't do anything in the story they're the only thing that's missing yeah x needed serena yeah definitely oh
0: that's a good one would have also
2: would have also thrown lee may in there as well and smoke too because i have a bias i don't know offhand who is really missing from 11 apart from striker and smoke that i needed to be around no you know what 11 i either don't care or i'm satisfied with the roster generally
0: anybody else have any ones that can fire off i mean i could probably cherry pick a couple yeah. games i don't know if i could do the full the full spectrum
1: i can do this fairly quickly uh mk4 is smoke no doubt um but that's assuming, like, not knowing what we know now. Uh, Deadly Alliance, I would say Ermac to tie into Kenchi's story. I think there's no reason why. He, I, I think it works to have him around. Um, and I think there's art for him in the crypt, but I can't remember yeah, anymore. That's a good pick. Um, that, is a, that is a solid pick. Deception is Fujin. Easy. Um, Armageddon is Motaro's legs. And uh, an MK9? <laughs> hmm. I'll say Cybersmoke for MK9. And then Serena for MKX. Oh. And that, boy. that covers it for me.
0: I mean, I feel like every game should have a cyborg at least. Uh, maybe that's biased, but um if we're talking I, I like a lot of your picks. Um I'm trying to think.
2: Oh, you um, know what? I feel either deadly a lot. You know, you know what? Deception needed Sector running around in the background, too, I yeah. Think, somewhere.
1: It yeah, wasn't. given the Mortal Kombat, like, Deadly Alliance, Game Boy Advance game, that, yeah, that uh, was it Unchained, or was that Deception? I think De- that, was,
2: Deception. That, that was, that was actually, I think it was also Tournament Edition, wasn't it? Okay, so
0: Tournament yeah, Edition, then. Tournament yes, edition. I agree. Which is odd, nope. because Sub-Zero wasn't in Tournament Edition, <laughs> you can believe that. <laughs> it's so odd. They removed him. Sub Zero actually missed a game. Um, but yeah, I thinking back, um, I would definitely put Sector in MKX. As much as I was, you know, salty about Cyrax not being in MKX, that was Sector's game. I still maintain that was the game they should have put Sector on and paid off the whole story of the Quay. They should have gone in depth. I mean, you could put Cyrax in there too to really, you know, play up that story as well. But Sector, that should have been for all the people that think oh each sire or sector needs his own game because the other two have had at least a showing where the others weren't around that was sector's time um so that one sticks out to me uh i probably would have put both Cyrax and sector in mk11 just because they were in the story they were awesome odd that they weren't playable and yet you could play them and they had their move sets uh i like the idea of ermac and deadly alliance that's a good that's a good call there and, yeah, Serena should have definitely been in um, MKX as well as MK4, right? Shouldn't she have been?
1: I would not personally. For one reason, I'd put Noob in first because Noob, yeah, I think, needs Noob to be for MK4. Sure. But also, I like the idea of, like, Sub-Zero not knowing that Serena is alive or not. I think okay. that works a little better. But that's me. I mean, I could see intelligent cases made both sides. What about in Deadly There's- Alliance?
0: Maybe, because wasn't she? I mean, she was in tournament editions. Right? So, I yeah. mean,
3: tournament editions. That's story canon. She is involved in the events of
0: Deadly Alliance, and her Armageddon bio references them. I just feel like that would have been a good time to her to make her like actual official debut on a, a playable roster. It's crazy that she waited till Armageddon. Um, Fujin X also a good one. I mean, his name was up in the clouds right with Striker, like. That was such a weird tease
1: that they did those stuff. For X or for Deception?
0: For Deception. Didn't somebody say Fujin for Deception? Like, he was up oh, in no. the clouds in the menu screen. Yeah, yeah, no, no name, you're right. I thought you said MKX, were my bad. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Uh, there was one other one that was sticking out to me. Um, God, I mean, yeah, Noob and MK4 for sure. That's it. I mean, obviously, I would. I, I don't know. I, I've. Serena should have
2: been in either X or, X or X, one of the two.
0: I just, yeah. I mean, personal note. I hate that they kept dropping the ball on Cyrex,
1: but it is what it is. Well, I just like her personality a lot in MKX as well. I can't believe they got that much right. It just blows my mind to this day. And it's funny you say Sector for uh for MKX as well because like Sector has probably one of my favorite moments in that game. Where he tells Guanxi that he followed the letter of the law and not the spirit, so you can go fuck yourself. Yeah,
2: I always yeah. thought that was a
1: good moment. That was good. Yeah, I mean he should have been in there, like ugh,
0: try try I mean, I get what they're the whole thing of Triborg. It is what it is. People it was to try and please all the fans of the cyborgs without actually putting any of them in the game to do the variation gimmick thing, but that was Sector's game, I
1: feel like. I just think Sector has so much personality whenever he shows up, even in MK11. I still think he has so much personality. Yeah, he was awesome and real. But when he runs away, we were talking about the Warrior right? That shit was so funny, man. And like like I said, going back to MKX, he's like, Quan Chan, I need you to lean in. Lean in closer. Fuck you. And I just think that that's such a good representation of Sector's personality, where he just doesn't <laughs> give a fuck who he's talking to at all. Uh, he's so cocky and so full of himself. Um, yeah, just. Uh, Not my pick, but I think it's a good choice. I I guess I agree with Shad on Serena, just because I think that character was actually done weirdly well on MKX. All right.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, um, when we did the rosters, I talked before about, like, how I would remake the original trilogy and who I would add to that. Like, you know, Kenshi and Tremor should be in the Invasion and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna skip ahead to MK4, uh, and say Smoke, and I would put Cabal and Mavado in two, because both of them hunting Jarek gives Jarek more importance, and it actually, and it also leads to the two of them fighting each other in Mavado's backstory right. in Deadly Alliance. Um... Oh, yeah,
0: wasn't Kai supposed to be in MK4?
3: Kai is in MK4. Or sorry, not, duh, I derp. <laughs>
0: I meant Deadly Alliance, obviously,
3: so, like, in MK4. Um, He was in the Crypt. <laughs> I don't know what his story like because if if kai was in the story of deadly alliance if he or fujin or both of them were there they would have just died when onaga walked in you know like they would have ended up the same place that kung lao and raiden and all the others ended up so i would rather in deadly alliance but yeah i I know what you're saying leading into deception but like just just in terms of story purposes i would have it be like a reason that they sat out of Deadly Alliance, and then both of them would be in Deception, because they're, like, waiting for Raiden's team to come home, and it's like, right. well, they've been gone a while. You think something bad happened? We should probably go into Outworld and find out, you know? So, yeah, I would have Kai and Fujin in, de- in Deception. I would have, a uh, fucking Striker in Deception, cause I'd have him, uh, we talk about this, we just recorded a thing about Cobra, uh, not too long ago for the patron cast. And um, we mentioned that in Cobra's bio, uh, the Black Dragons kill New York cops to set him free from a squad car. Stryker's a New York cop and has a history with Cabal, so he should investigate that. Yeah, so that's a reason why he'd be in there. Um, I also like Dairu... We talked about this when we redesigned him for the patron cast is that he was originally intended to be a rival to Kenshi and he was you know he already is a mercenary so you can still do this and keep his deception story he was hired by Shang Sung to guard the palace and that's why he fights Kenshi because Kenshi's trying to get in and assassinate Shang uh um in deception i would uh i would cut Goro and Shao Kahn and uh, I would have probably um... so. Other than Fujin Kai and Stryker, I would like to have. Um, there was a cut character who was like supposed to be a general of the Mummy Army, uh, like a like a bigger, tougher Mummy. And some of his design elements went into one of Havoc's alternate costumes, but I'd rather he was his own character, because it always pissed me off that they blew up the mummies in the opening cutscene, and they, they spent a whole game raising them, and Onaga doesn't even get to use them. Right? So, I would, I would want to have the, the mummies actually be a thing. And then hmm. in Armageddon, I don't know, Wu playable? I guess, you know, everybody's in. Who do you need? Well, and i don't really care who was in and out of the of the nrs era games i mean the cyber ninjas should have been in every single game more serena would be nice i guess that's about it
0: all right oh let's see uh from born into it i recently acquired mythologies from my also recently acquired n64 while skimming through the panels i noticed kwanchi mention As payment for a successful mission, he wiped out the Shirai Ryu, including their leader. This confused me because Scorpion, I assumed, was the leader because he's been treated as such in every other instance, and the original Takeda is confirmed to be dead uh, dead way before the events of the game. Do you think this was intentional to leave open to more world-building, or was the script just poorly written in this instance?
3: No, yeah, Scorpion was Uh, never the leader until after the clan
0: died.
2: Scorpion's only the leader in the newer
0: games because he
2: brought them back. He's the only one left. We have never seen a Shirai Ryu Grandmaster. I'm sure that one exists. I'm sure there was a whole structure and hierarchy, but it doesn't matter because they're all dead. The thing is, Scorpion isn't the leader. He's just kind of the protagonist from that clan, the last survivor.
3: Scorpion is the best fighter of that clan, the way Sub Zero is the best fighter of his clan. The two of them are uh, rivals to each other. Right. In terms of rank. So, yeah, there was definitely somebody in charge of the clan who isn't Scorpion. Grandmasters don't go on missions. Right. Grandmasters are in charge. They delegate. <laughs> gotcha. The only okay. reason Scorpion and Sub-Zero, once they became the Grandmasters of their clans, uh, go on missions still, is because it, the alternative to doing that is creating more new characters. And NRS doesn't want to do that like who would who would be okay with sub zero sitting out a game because he spent the whole game
0: in a chair and told uh, frost to go instead maybe that's you what know? he was doing in tournament edition um <laughs> all right well snake eyes asks Question for the cast. Would you prefer a year long marketing cycle for the next MK game <laughs> so you can speculate and theory craft the roster and features or maybe MK could do with a much shorter protracted hype cycle with maybe four to six months from announcement to release and have a few key substantial info drops. I personally can't stand the year long King of Fighter Street Fighter roster cock anymore. anymore. Uh, a unanimous no, I would have to imagine. No yeah, yeah, on the yeah. Year I think long. we all prefer the God. the shorter four to six months. Yeah, thing. that MKX1 was the tipping point. That thing was brutal. If you were a listener to us back then when we first kind of got going in 2014, there was months where we got nothing. There was a good four or five month period where we got zero news. And this was way after the game had been announced. And yeah, we had to wait from like October to February or something or later before we actually got news again. And that is just brutal. Don't start, don't announce your game and start showing things until you're ready to actually kick it into gear the whole way through. I think with MK11, it was perfect for the most part. I mean, as perfect as it's gonna get in terms of, I think it was all condensed down to four and a half months, five months tops. And there was a beta in there, there was con- pretty consistent reveals. That's so much better. Nobody wants to sit here like, Already as it is, it's hard to speculate and theory craft any more for MK twelve than we already have, just because once you cover the 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 few obvious things like roster and story and gameplay modes, what else do you say?
1: We're already and also, yeah, I mean yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I think I've said it in the past, like the MKX marketing cycle fucked me up psychologically too. So I don't ever want to do that again. Rough. especially when the roster is not good. Like if you have a long marking cycle and you don't like the reveals, it's rough, man.
0: Yeah. It's hold. It's just hard to hold anybody's attention for that long. Whereas four or five months that passes by so quickly that it's so easy to keep fairly consistent content more than you usually don't go more than two or three weeks tops without getting some new reveals and information. I wish my only desires i wish they spread it out a little bit better i think even with mk11 there was like two or three weeks there where they didn't do anything but then they would just like cram a bunch of information in short bits of time like you'd get three character reveals boom 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 instead of like okay we have five months here let's do a reveal every week basically you know what i mean like they could handle it better even still but and that's why i say the thing that always
3: frustrates me is if you have a roster of 30 characters you can put out one a week for 30
0: weeks, which is more than half a year. Yeah. But they don't do that. They, they've yeah, never not? done that, which is, yeah, it's just they crazy always, to they'll, me.
3: They'll release, like, they'll, they'll re- reveal four characters at once and, and then, then have yeah. a long gap of time. And by the end
0: of the cycle, there will be characters who did not get an official reveal. Yeah, that was crazy with MK9. Smoke was not officially revealed going into MK9, except for Uh,
1: the King of the uh, Hill little uh, avatar. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we saw leaked footage first. I mean, okay, so he He was was teased on the developer page, um, where they had Smoke's model in the background. But, like, you could barely see him, right? Like, we were, like, maybe 40% sure it was even Smoke. And what really said about MKX is... I, I mean, the game came out, I want to say, in, like, April or May. And, like, on the eighth month of the marketing cycle, we were like, will Fujin make it? And I don't want to do that ever again. That right. sucked. Yeah, Me, Jango, and Cyborg had a bet over whether Fujin was going to be unlockable. And that was after the the final select screen was revealed. Um, <sighs> yeah, I don't ever want to do that again.
0: Yeah, we're too old for that kind of crap. And just too seasoned, too grizzled, some 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 degree of jadedness like you gotta like uh like that's that that year long plus stuff is for the that's the youngins out there i like
2: i live i live in a post-hype world i can't do it anymore i can't deal with like the marketing machine i can't deal with everyone and their mother having an opinion about every sixth different thing i just i ignore it all Honestly, in a way, it doesn't even really matter to me if it's a year out or if it's, like, four months. Because I generally just... I'm not on that train anymore. I can't be bothered with it. I'll check out whatever comes out, but I'm not sitting there hitting F5 on, like, whatever 4chan board looking for leaks and rubbing my hands and biting my nails. It's just... I'm not there.
0: Yeah, that's a whole nother level. Leaks, like, going after those and living in that world. But...
2: Like, it doesn't mean I'm not excited for the game. It's just that I just, I don't have it in me to just be on tenterhooks, on like walking on eggshells about a game for that kind of period anymore. You know what? I'd actually like it. You know what? I'd actually love if they would just, like, it's not It'll never actually happen. But if they would just actually do something like, hey, guys, I guess what? MK is out next week. Have fun. Yeah, Shadow Drop. Oh, I would love a Shadow Drop. Freak everyone out. That'd be great.
0: I thought that's what we might be getting with MK12 last year, whenever it was like I, I last year or the year before that. I think it was the video game awards we all watched together. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if they just shadow dropped it? Like, hey, like a week from now, you're getting the game. Like that would be pretty tight. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, definitely do not want a year cycle. I think four or five months is plenty. And yeah, like I said, I think MK11 handled it pretty well outside of just some spacing issues with their content like razor kind of laid out
1: even back then when i was like jamming f5 i, I didn't feel good i didn't enjoy oh, that it's unhealthy i wasn't it's, doing that because i was ex- excited i was doing that because yeah. i was worried most of the time
0: it's unhealthy it doesn't lead to healthy behavioral patterns or lifestyles it's it can be very taxing on your mental health and just your time i mean we all have Uh, an unknown limited amount of time on this earth that that's just not a healthy way to live. So, but, uh, yeah, um, aim dopeness and we're, we're nearing the end here. Last couple. If you guys are still taking Q and A's question with the recent news and discussion about live service games winding down and in a lot of cases shutting down, do members of the Nethercast believe this bodes well for MK 12 to not have the toxic live service features in its game? We can talk about positives all day, but in my opinion, if live service is dying, I hope MK stays away from it. It's the number one non-gameplay or story thing that hurts this franchise for me, in my personal opinion. Uh, well, I mean, I've spoke a lot on live service stuff when it comes to like battle passes. And I, I when I was on the Shredcast, that was kind of the main topic we covered, was live service features to keep people coming back. Like, you know weekly attires you know released for free or in the shop and then all oh, that whole fun thing that everybody does these days for free to play games so on and so forth um yeah there are a lot of games that that's not working out so well anymore i can't remember the last couple that have been shutting down i think it's apex legends mobile and then uh the knockout where's city where's marvel yeah, Marvel thing, and then Knockout the City thing, yeah. just recently yeah. shut down. Um, yeah, so a lot of them are stopping, and some others have had a lot of the trouble. The thing is,
3: the thing is, it's probably uh, too late in yeah. the development cycle for NRS to react to that. Yeah, because uh, Suicide Squad isn't out yet, and we've already seen that it's it's going to have some live service elements when it's uh, when its main menu leaked yeah uh, the the one thing i will say is that i the thing that bothers me the most about live service is that it's so anti-future proofing like what happens when you you can't re-release a game that needs servers if you can't afford to run servers yeah so, yeah so once the servers go down for like mk11 How are we ever supposed to uh, get, like, a re-release of MK11, you know? Like, 20 (laughs) years from now, maybe somebody wants to play it for some reason, and they're like, well, we can't put it back out because it's a live-service game, and none of those mechanics are online anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to champion anything about live-service stuff. I mean, in a perfect world, we don't need any of that stuff to begin with. I think all of us, if we... If we had it the way we wanted it, it would just be the way games used to be, and it's a complete game out of the gate, and you can unlock stuff. It's not a grind like Mortal Kombat 11 or Injustice 2. It's completely fun, and the game being as fun as it is is what keeps you playing. That's all they need. And then the occasional update where they should have some free stuff and then maybe some paid DLC that's actually reasonable. A few skins here or there that are not, you know, charging you an arm and a leg for them and then put out some new fighters you do all that and you'll have a good time it's just yeah i it's
2: you know it's it's the dlc argument all over again isn't it like like we're, we're, we're old enough that we remember when that was first a thing it's like this could be a really great thing or this could be a bad thing it all depends on how the companies actually use it and of course it's not frequently used in a way that's intuitive that'll actually give you interesting things afterwards because there's always that period where you have to see what people will tolerate what people are willing to actually throw at you but of course you have companies that'll use it to gank you for every dollar that they, they can get out of you to which I say fuck you I'm old give me a hundred dollars I'll get and give me I'll I'll give you a hundred dollars you give me a fucking game that's it gabagool fuck you
0: <laughs> <That fucking laughs>
2: yeah. You've been at this for too long, guys?. You've been this for yeah. too long. I think
0: uh, I think Razer probably is right, though. I think it's too late to change course. That's not how games are made. They don't just overnight completely change probably an infrastructure that's at its core. I mean, Halo Infinite, if you followed that at all, that game is dying a death because they built their game around a live service that they were not prepared for. I mean, they they can't make any changes to their game based on fan feedback without taking months because of just how they structured it is not good at all. So if MK12, I would I would imagine it's not the shit show that Halo Infinite is. By by God, no, that's not the case. But I it's way too late. I mean, we're talking about a game that could be released in eight months tops, and. I just don't think that's going to be quick enough to change out, probably all that type of stuff. So, I think the best we can hope for is that they learned their mistakes from MK11 and Injustice 2 and backed off the grind and thought of a different, more acceptable way that respects its players' time to keep them engaged and wanting to play their game. That's not nearly also, as aggressive.
1: I think when it comes to like fan feedback, this is the hardest thing to communicate as well. Because, like, when you go on Twitter, and say Sindel's MK11 story isn't good. Like in theory, a developer might read that. I mean, more than likely, you're just throwing like a, a note with a bottle in- into the ocean, but at least it's possible. But like the odds are that the people who are in charge of that call aren't even the devs. So th- I think there's just too many layers between the fans and the people who do make those decisions on how the game makes money. Um I I don't think a dude in a suit is going to go on Twitter. I don't don't think the person in charge of any of that is even in the same room as the feedback, right? So I think uh, it's kind of a fatalistic situation to begin with.
0: Those dudes that make those decisions, they're just in boardrooms looking at stats on a graph somewhere and looking at what is the... What is the way we can do this to make us the most amount of money or the most amount of engagement with our audience without potentially pissing them off? Let's ride that line as close as possible. And what they usually do is they make it intentionally bad at the start. Because then they know people are going to complain no matter what they give us. So that way then they can come back and say, we listened to your feedback. We're dialing it back. They'll dial it back maybe by 20%. We already know that this this happened with Red Dead. This even happened with MK11. They put out the combat cast like... Week of release, or even before, and they're like, We hear your, or no, it's the week after release, and they, we hear your feedback. It's too grindy. You remember, uh, Derek, he'd give that very serious look towards the camera, like, you know, like, We've heard your feedback. They They do this intentionally. Well, I mean, they tuned
3: the towers like two different occasions.
0: Yeah, they do this intentionally because they know out of the gate people are going to complain because it's very demanding of your time and very grindy and not player-friendly. They do well, the it intentionally is, like that because they know people are going to complain, so that way they can turn around, say we listen to your feedback, they dial it back by 20%, which is probably worse than what they originally were going to lead with anyways, but now you think it's better because it's better comparatively What to, to what they let off with. This is just company spin 101. They did it in Injustice 2 also, so it's like they don't... Yeah. And, like, and they and don't
3: actually learn, they just start the cycle over. The and thing this is isn't... like the, the man in a suit, yeah, the, the feedback he does look at is like other companies' live service games are failing, and it might be like, Okay, well that trend is dying, but this game's been in development for four years and those features are already
0: baked in, it's way too late to take them out. Yeah, they're not the ones that listen to feedback. NRS, they, the developers, the ones on the field, they're going to be the ones that see it on Twitter. They might take that, go to the higher-ups and say, look, people are complaining, players are unhappy, this is, a so, this is a sour note, this is a sore point with players, they may have even warned them ahead of time, and then what they're going to do is basically try and wheel and deal and find a compromise that's going to work for those higher-ups. Then they'll get the approval, they'll make some changes, and it's just going to be a back- and forth with the community and that's all up to the community on how much they want to keep fighting if the community takes that first you know that dialing back at 20 percent, and then they stop complaining about it that'll be the end of it that's all you're going to see in terms of that change if you keep fighting over it and you keep you know putting a fire under their ass they might dial it back further but yeah this is just the dance we got to do unfortunately with all these games these days it sucks and i hope that's not to be the case with mk12 but realistically it probably will be
1: well it's also unbelievably like the whole corporate like system i don't think people realize just how corrupt it is because what people what middle managers do is they make a decision that is super fucked up and after it happens they basically rig the model that makes it look like they did a good job and i saw this so much in the i've spent so many meetings with middle managers and just like The stuff I've seen, I can't unsee. But what happens is the people on top have no idea how anything actually works. Yeah. So if a middle manager says it's a huge success, all they need is the right graph and the right figures. Not all the figures. They they don't want to put their their cards down, but they know how to trick these stupid old men in ties into thinking stupid shit. It's so fucked up.
0: Um, It's also not something that's... It's not based on player feedback it's based on money and statistics if you're playing the game you their, their tactics are working if you're spending your money on the game their tactics are working they don't care if you complain on twitter they don't compare they don't care about this the only thing that's going to affect them is if enough people rally on it but once again they're going to make the smallest amount of um, compromises with you to still keep the the illusion that they listen to you And they're giving in to you, um, but that's just not—that's not how it goes. It's just—it sucks that this is gaming these days. I mean, Shad, I'm sure could tell us all about it, but it's—it's about that time.
2: You don't want to get me started.
1: There are so many reasons I left the industry. So many. And you know what's funny? When that asshole pitches it and it goes through and it doesn't work, everyone tweets Boon. And that probably really sucks.
0: Yeah. And it's not, and that's one thing I want to like really hammer down. This is not NRS's call. This is not three for three's call for Halo. This is not the developers that are putting in the blood, sweat, and tears on this. These are the people, like Temp kept saying, this is the suit. These are the suits that are making it because they just want a bigger mansion. They want to, you know, another, you know, another yacht, so on and so forth. That's all they care about. They don't care about us enjoying the game that we grew up with you know that's not how they think and
1: well that is i've seen the opposite actually i've seen where the dudes on top actually did mean well but there was a bunch of like snakes and middle managers telling them bullshit and nothing good could ever happen because they could never get correct data that sucks that's fair
0: i mean that's that's a fair correction to what i just said but yeah uh That's the way it is. And unfortunately we're going to end things out on that sour note, but uh, I want to thank everybody for um, submitting your questions and we'll definitely be doing this again because we, quite frankly, we got to have topics to talk about until the game's revealed and we've got some other things to revisit, like continuing our anniversary series, but we will definitely get back to some more questions um, eventually. And hopefully you all enjoyed this and we, satisfied your curiosities in all the right ways <laughs> i don't know
2: anyways you of the wrong ones <laughs> and if you've listened to this yeah.
0: and if you've listened to this for this long and you still haven't subscribed what the hell are you doing with yourself make sure you do that like the video share it subscribe
2: comment down below Five stars on iTunes. I think we're on iTunes.
0: Yeah, we're on iTunes, Google Play Store. So if you're uh, caring about your data and all that stuff, you're one of those guys. We still upload these up onto the old iTunes. Um, But uh, yeah, on that note, we must bid you adieu. Until next time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. See you later, nerds.
1: Take care, everybody.
2: Until next time. pathetic.